Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. This is a new world order, and I am Zainsi Weber, Chancellor of the National Council of Zane Australia, here with my one colleague and one nemesis from across the seas. I'm Sebastian of the United States of Serb America. Your reigning, defending, undisputed nation states champion. Currently at war with Saint Strand. We're not at war. <laughs> this is more like like you know when someone thinks like, oh yeah, I have this, you know amazing girlfriend but she lives in Canada and she doesn't exist. Like, this is a made-up war. This is like a fake girlfriend that doesn't exist. When one person is claiming that they are having the worst fight of their lives with someone and that other person is just denying it and saying, no, it's not true, they're just going through a phase. No, I'm not even acknowledging this a phase. I'm just saying like, <laughs> this is a non-existent war and every part of this is bullshit. This seems to be a bit of a discrepancy between those two statements. Or it's kind of like, you know, when a woman shows up at work with a black eye and she says, my husband hit me, and then the husband brings her lunch and a bunch of flowers and says, oh, no, she just ran into a door. She's just <laughs> She's imagining things. Who are you going to believe? The husband did buy lunch and flowers. Well, 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 well. You heard it here first. Domestic violence <laughs> apologist. Okay, in America. <laughs> I am, of course, Andrew Schossler, the most supreme magnificent overlord of everything you ever saw in the great confederacy of Andropolia. And if you're joining us for the first time, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm not sorry. It's a hell of a time to be joining us. <laughs> uh, each week we bring an issue that is plaguing our nations to the table and then we yell at each other about why we're wrong. Uh, and just to add some fun into that, we are currently dealing with a global crisis of global nuclear war. Uh, it's not global nuclear war. It's a, it, Oh, no, I threw away the sheet. It's like the... the it is a world power nuclear conflict. That's world true. power Nuclear conflict. So we are embroiled in taking sides. Yes, so. And this time there's more story than usual because America took the um, declaration of a nuclear conflict um, to mean that it is time to actually start instigating some international trouble with He's, Saint Australia. That's but he was not only, what happened. He was only helping you by influencing your union regulations. I yield the floor to the representative from Andropolia. Please continue, <laughs> sir. <laughs> Can I counter that uh, ridiculous statement? By I know that you are out of order, sir. I he, do not uh, yield. <laughs> do I do not recognise you. <laughs> he did such by first recommending the logical course of action. This is true. Yes. And then denying me that logical course of action. He most certainly did. In a brazen act of war. <laughs> I had this right. wonderful speech planned of 
he you know he without sin shall cast the first stone but it just didn't come up in conversation but i want you to know i was happy to go all biblical on you because i thought it'd be funnier in retrospect glad i didn't because this is just blown out of proportion here i am saving lives like i always do and being what made lives did you, you didn't get bombed by showing the world your big army during a nuclear war okay well by me doing absolutely nothing last turn you didn't get bombed either you're welcome thank you I appreciate everyone stopping us from making brash decisions that will make us targets. I, None of us are targets. I am going to make a brash prediction right now that no matter what any three of us does, no, not knowing the outcomes of our decisions at this table this evening, that none of us at the end of the episode is going to be bombed <laughs> that's that's bringing in some meta knowledge that i'm not comfortable doing i'm living in the narrative and i'm scared of them bombs dropping on my buddies overseas well you let me let me try and calm these waters by setting the right atmosphere there is there is the threat of nuclear conflict happening beyond the shores but we're not paying any attention to that are we i will at any moment we could become embroiled in it we could feel its effects through a, a radiation cloud or some sort of acid rain or something some fallout somewhere that I have been- creeps across our borders continuously running my nation like a vault in the fallout video game series <laughs> i am built for this well we have to be prepared for any eventuality Last week, Andropolia deregulated uh, working hours, a cap on working hours, and crime increased, unfortunately, a little bit. So I think it's high time to address a little bit of crime. Ah, but have you considered that perhaps criminals are exactly what are keeping all those pesky nuclear bombs away from your shores, Andropolia? They could be. That is just a risk I'm going to have to take. The gentleman from Zane Australia makes a valid point. <laughs> Criminal Patterns. Led by a club of grandmothers known as the Naughty Knitters, a new street art sensation has begun spreading across the cities of Andropolia. Called yarn bombing by those who partake in it, avid knitters don twee... <laughs> Your twee- definition of crime <laughs> is... Uh, is ah uh, look I continue. <laughs> Avid knitters don twee knitted balaclavas and take to the streets at night, covering lamp posts, railings, and on one occasion a parked vehicle with colourful knitted patterns. You see, I, I suspect this is going to have an option where I can employ the New York method for dealing with crime. Beat them until In, they die. Well. In the late 80s, <laughs> New York City had a particular problem with all sorts of crime. And the new commissioner at the time, instead of uh, upping, the, upping the police numbers, which had been tried, upping the budgets, instead he introduced this new policy of just focusing more heavily on petty things, broken mm. windows, uh, f- for example. You know, policing those sorts of things in effect to show criminals that even the small things are being targeted so of course the big things must be being paid attention to and it worked you know for a number of reasons crime has reduced but that is one of the one of the things that is attributed to its uh, yeah decline, decline. in um, over over the course of the 90s we certainly don't mean any harm pet exclaims ethel mcduck ringleader of the naughty knitters as she takes your measurements we're just trying to brighten up people's lives and bring a little cheer. You should be helping us, not punishing us. How about using some of those taxes we've all been paying to fund arts and crafts for everyone? 
My grandkids just love making finger puppets. Now, what colour did you want that sweater, dear? I've got a nice lilac yarn here somewhere. If you want to dress the place up, do it on your own dime and do it on your own property. Isn't she? No, she's not. She's asking for taxes. Yeah, you should pay her. She's asking for subsidies to brighten everything up with yarn. Yarn. We can't we can't have morale in this time of war. Not morale. We, we need, need to, to we we need to put everyone under our under their boot and enact bans because it's the no, only logical option. No. We need to respect <laughs> property rights. You don't just get to go around covering anything you like in yarn. Well, it's a because gift. it's because a gift it's, of yarn. You get all this free yarn Zane, for nothing. Zane, with the best of intentions. Seb fucked you last episode. Best of it. What? <laughs> best of it. He did I agree. I agree. He didn't. No, but I he, did. But he claims. He claims that he had good intentions. Of course, I did. It's me. I'm the good one here. And no. Miss and Miss Ethel McDuck here also is claiming, with the best of intentions, that she's just trying to liven up people's days. That does not give her any kind of leeway, any kind of right. Number two, street art. Is just a nice way to say anti-social littering in my book grants city mayor Sayed spirit sporting a well-tailored hypoallergenic suit. The graffiti is bad enough, and I've got some people tripping up over strands of yarn all the way down the high street. We should arrest these grandmothers for making our streets such a mess. No, you're, sh- you're right. You should now, arrest them. That seems excessive, but it sends the right message that you don't just get to do whatever you like. And that old people Andropolia are is not Seb America. Wait, did you do, was that option to send them to jail? Yes. To oh. arrest grandmothers who are defiling public property, hmm. which is up for sale, by the is way. Is that your final option? <laughs> no, there is a third of three. Arresting a few old ladies isn't going far enough, cries your Minister of Urban Planning, angrily brushing off some stray rainbow yarn from the sleeve of his coat. We'd have to ban all so-called public artwork in order to keep things looking respectable. Furthermore, we should enforce strict regulations on the supply of knitting yarn, painting supplies, and do-it-yourself peg dolly kits. That's right. Nuclear war can be averted by restricting (laughs) the sale of craft goods. It's it's obvious, right? To ensure that such supplies are only available to truly artistically talented citizens of Andropolia. Now, that is too far in the other direction, and that is regulating who can be an artist and who can't. A step Andropolia will Yeah, let's go take. for the reasonable option of arresting old women. No. The reasonable option is to arrest people who are a public nuisance. The and mayor old women. Hims- the mayor himself. The mayor himself is saying that people are tripping over it. I'm the sure the mayor ins- said America. Yeah. Oh, so you're being bossed around by your mayor now. That's exciting. I'm taking <laughs> advice from? from the mayor. He is the man on the street. He is telling me what the problem is. <laughs> I'm the man on the street. That was my gimmick. <laughs> Wait, so so you disagree with the action that he's going to take? Yeah, but it's not going to get him bombed, so I, I don't, don't need to stop him. What if what if the the bombers really like old people? I'm not going to butterfly effect this shit. There's well, no, what there's... If, he literally said that he's going to send a message to criminals everywhere by arresting the smallest offenders. Yeah, yeah. He's he has a huge message. crime issue. Yeah. If anyone's going to like, he has so many criminals that if he, do you have nuclear weapons in your nation? Because I have none in mine. We have a very robust nuclear energy yeah. program. So the more criminals you have running around, the more that yeah, could really cause a dilemma. I can only assume that you are 
unfairly targeting Zane Australia only in your campaign of disruption. No. If he wants to arrest old people, we super disagree, but he's not going to get bombed for it, so I don't need to help him. I got your back, buddy. No veto? I don't need to. You're not going to get bombed for this. I mean, it's a stupid choice. It's not a stupid choice. There is such it is discretion. The right no, 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 no. Acting within the public interest, arresting old women is not in the public's interest. I will concede that Andropolia is in the business of deregulating absolutely everything it can get its hands on. But until that happens, you can't pick and choose which laws apply. Sure you can. You're in charge. Pick and choose. You have to universally apply laws or universally deregulate them. You don't set, you know, some sort of... It's true. Uh, That's why they're called laws. ...gradiated scale. Yeah. They have to apply universally. Just arrest your old ladies, you monster. A stitch in time could see you serving nine. That's I quite hope, good, actually. I, I, like I, that. I do like that, but I also hope it's not just hyperbole <laughs> and they actually have nine years of prison for these crimes. <laughs> that seems extreme. But also, that's extreme. <laughs> <laughs> the Anthropolia Sentinel reports children being seen more, heard less, excellent. Economic slump minor, temporary. More children named after the most supreme magnificent overlord, hospitals report. Mm, you see? Popular decisions. And family Please, groups. We'll name our hospital after you so you don't arrest all of our nurses. Family groups support drug crackdown. Aha. Uh-huh. Family groups. Policing all the petty things works, gentlemen. We are having and now an effect. You're going to be bombed because America <laughs> says so. We don't have bombs. <clears throat> no, all the other people are going to bomb him because he sent a message to all these criminals. No, he's Gentlemen. not bolstering his military. <laughs> if I might summarise the effects. Please, if your military goes up, I swear to God. Environmental beauty up 12%, weather up 4 social conservatism up 2 and authoritarianism up 1.5%. Lifespan, I am happy to report, up a very needed 1.3%. Yeah. As far as because the- your, your prison conditions are better than your out-of-prison conditions <laughs> and you're putting all of your old at-risk people inside prison. As far as the downtrends are concerned, crime had a negligible effect oh. of 0.15% down. That's terrible. Well, it's down, which is good, but it's not, that's not much for a law No, pass. that's true. It's not, it's, it's not brilliant. Culture is down 2%, pacifism down 4 manufacturing down 55 and basket weaving, the big loser this week, down 16.5%. Oh, boo-hoo. Talk to us 160%. <laughs> so that... I will say is a win. It's a step in the right direction. And it sends a message to people that despite the threat of nuclear war, it's business as usual, Andropolia. You are going to be treated the same as you have been this whole time. You are yep. not exempt from your duties to be nice and courteous and respect other people's yeah, you, you could help curtail things like riots potentially, which is good. Yeah. 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 So it isn't, it isn't terrible. It's just I wish you weren't putting old people in jail like that. Neither do I, but I also wish that they hadn't gone out and defaced the you, great city that Sayyid Safid is, uh, is, is, is the mayor of. You were yelling at them to do it on their own dollar, and they had been originally, and then you locked them up for doing that. No, I was saying I'm not going to subsidize their behavior, yeah. first of all, and they should be respecting property rights. Mm, they are welcome off their own dime to cover anything of theirs in yarn, in as much yarn as they desire. Zane, do you want to go next, or do you want me to go next? I want you to go next. Okay. <laughs> That is also my preference. Um, Vote for none of the above. A loose coalition of political activists running the gamut, sorry, glasses, 
um, running the gamut of the political spectrum, has started a petition to add none of the above as an option on every ballot so that a voter can reject all candidates if they feel none of them represent a viable option. If none of the above wins, elect, wins the election, a new election with all new candidates would have to be held. It's a simple matter, really, says left-wing activist and former rock star Zeus Jameson. Sometimes when you're voting, all the options suck. Why then should people be forced to hold their nose and vote for the lesser of two or three or four evils? Adding none of the above to the ballot would ensure that people have a choice all the time, even if that choice is to reject the choices that they have been given. Option two of two. Mm-hmm. Oh, well. Yes. I'm playing a dangerous game here, I'm aware. You certainly are. Three of my options have two <laughs> options on them. Three of my choices. Adding none of the above to the ballot. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Absolutely makes no sense. Contributes conservative political pundit Conan Powell. Those who want to run for office have already put their names on the ballot, and if none of those options suit the voter, that is just too bad. Instead, we ought to prevent this sort of problem and limit the number of options. Sure, fewer people can run, but that will eliminate costly runoff elections completely. How is that any kind of a solution? Yeah, I would have thought it was just yes or no. I wouldn't have thought it was... Fortunately, it's the only solution you get. (laughs) That's fine. (laughs) So it's all about elections and you have a call from your populace saying that we want a Everyone's none of the terrible. above. Yeah, a none of yeah. the above option. We don't support any of the candidates. Yeah. And so, the opposition to that is to say, well, you can't have that and you also can't have <laughs> can't have as many candidates as you like. That number is going to be capped. Yes. That's a tough so, choice. Seeing that I am being vetoed, I, I do have the option to dismiss the issue, but we are not a nation of cowards and we would never take that option. Oh, so but I'm then if you're go- not being cowardly, then maybe you're a better target to be bombed. <laughs> maybe you should be cowardly. And maybe, so, did, I, did, you, did you veto I'm straight away? the first, yeah. My goodness. Yeah. Breaking news. Voters must frequently select what they view as the lesser of two evils on the uh-huh. ballot. Yes. Welcome to so Australia. America's <laughs> political freedoms went down sure from did. world benchmark to superb. Outdoor camping craze continues. Best of misconnections. Forests ripe for plunder, comma, profit. Have a gambling problem? Odds are you don't. Authoritarianism up 16%. Averageness up nine, tourism seven, ignorance five, corruption five, and freedom from taxation up two. Whew. You'll notice that bombings weren't up. <laughs> You're welcome. Well done. Well done. <laughs> um, as I really the, had your best interest at heart. As for the downs, the black market down 21%. Oh, that's good. Ideological radicality down 13, charmlessness down eight, political freedoms down seven, rudeness down six, intelligence down three. Safety down 
one. This was not the disaster that it, it looked at, looked like. My political freedoms are pretty solid. I've gone down, but they'll be back up in two weeks. So that is a hit that we have to take in these trying times. Now, I know Submerica is making the best of a bad situation. Zane Australia, for the International Forum, would you care to justify your, your vetoing? We're at war. I see. I don't think we're at war. <laughs> Uh, I've made no secret that we consider ourselves at war with said America. And if we have to pull some political strings to make things uh, a little bit more unstable for the current political situation, I see. we will. So this was intentionally oh, yes. belligerent. This as, was entirely retaliatory. As I can only assume said America's intentions were the last time. As I said, I've interpreted them as such. We at Submerica regret the existence of bullies in this world, but we do not deny their existence. Um, we only wish that we can set an example for every other nation on how to react and not to act too brashly because once one stone is thrown, another one does not need to be thrown in its stead and we will not be playing these games. There you are. Submerica has said it succinctly. We don't like bullying and anybody who disagrees is going to get a punch in the face. No, we're not throwing stones, I said. We're... we're we're doing the opposite of that. <laughs> You'll get a, a lovely collection of stones by the end. <laughs> and he with the most stones can build the biggest castle. <laughs> right? That's how that works? My issue is titled, We Are Not Amused. Entertainment tycoon and billionaire Walter Eisner has proposed Eisnerland, a massive theme park that he wants to build in an economically impoverished area of northwestern Zane, Australia. Ooh. Due to the significant expense of the, of the project, Mr. Eisner is asking for state funds to help build it. Of course. And I'm like, mm, nuclear threat. <laughs> Maybe we should spend some money on theme parks. Yeah, mm. boost that morale. Eisner Enterprises has provided a great source of joy and family entertainment ever since our first animated motion picture, Robbie the Rambunctious Peacock, delighted our audiences, says Mr. Eisner as he skips around my desk in a business suit and <laughs> Robbie ears. Well, at least he's jolly. <laughs> <laughs> my wonderland of whimsy will increase economic growth in Zane, Australia and has a chance to become the number one tourist destination in all of the Pacific. Of course, we will have to move a few thousand residents out of the way, but we'll be providing much needed employment for the area. Now, would you like to see my plans for the experimental prototype community recreation area project? <laughs> Yeah, Initialized that... <laughs> crap. <laughs> that would be a hard no from Andropolia. Hard no mm -hmm. from Zane Australia. Not because it's a bad idea, but my immediate question would be if it is going to be so good for the economy, why can't you find investors? Yeah, why do I have to be involved yeah. in that? I th honestly think it's specifically to help get rid of the residents. Uh, absolutely, and yes. Like, that's and... not. And bring you a legitimacy can, to his place. You find yeah. a place without residence, yeah. please. Yeah. Option number two. This is an insane proposition, declares Carter Bentine, bursting in with a homemade picket sign that depicts Robbie sitting on a throne of cash. <laughs> These corporate monsters are trying to evict us from our homes in order to build this megapolis of rickety rides and greasy overpriced corn dogs. For the well-being of our families and communities, the reputation of our nation, please refuse to provide funds for Eisnerland and ban 
all new corporate projects in residential areas. He got crazier towards the <laughs> Your voice didn't suit him the entire way, though. Uh, again, had me until the end. Too extreme? Too extreme in the other direction? Um, well, refuse government funds, but then also ban corporate projects from residential areas. Yeah, so he wants to maintain uh, zoning. Yeah. Zoning, zoning uh, res- restrictions. Um, option number three. Nobody thinks about the alternative possibilities for Ooh. these dilemmas, remarks Holly Gilliman, my secretary of compromises and other weird <laughs> solutions. How apt. <laughs> who appears to be wearing a different coloured sock on each foot. You see, the obvious answer is to move the entire project out to the desert. There are no residential areas or regulations to worry about, sure. Many people would be exhausted moving around in the scorching heat. And there aren't any nearby restaurants, hospitals or hotels, but perhaps the government could help pay for some of those as well. Um, like, come on! What is yeah, it? that's right. Just, right. just open up that public purse. You see, you've done it so many times, people are just expecting it. Never for themes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You do have dinosaurs. Military <laughs> dinosaurs. <laughs> I don't have dino rides. <laughs> Although, um, option number four. Oh, okay. Four or four? Four or four. You can't put a big amusement park there, shouts artist Harry Jarvey, who is infamous for burning all of his sculptures within a week of their completion. <laughs> That desert is the site of our annual arts and radical inclusivity festival. The whole thing is based on freedom of expression and participation, not the sale of prepackaged commercialism to turn our cherished player into a morass of corporate commodification would be an outrage. I insist that you prevent this Eisner fellow from leaving any trace of his vanity project in our desert or anywhere else and maybe have the government subsidize our event for a good measure (laughs) now if you'll excuse me i need to write a few more rules for next year's festival there's only one option that does not call for uh, any subsidization whatsoever correct Mm. that option look it's fine option number one is out option number three it's a development in a desert and it's putting a population, a group of people out of major population centres, mm-hmm. which would be an okay option for nuclear threat. True, but it does put on an additional strain on um, current um, infrastructure. Public goods, yes, as, and as, as far as water is concerned. And I would be some yeah. of that as well. And <laughs> also every time North Korea builds something out in the sticks, people are very un- weary about them doing it during your potential nuclear conflict. Hmm, so, why would America be worried about me building a giant development in the middle of the desert? I'm not worried, but other people might be worried about you doing it. I veto it. Okay. Which which are you? option three? No, you don't, option worry, don't worry. Don't worry. We're not at war, goodness, and we're just, not we're not, not going to exchange to... stones with you. Zane I don't Australia. want him to build any <laughs> weird desert developments. So people yes, can miss you as nuclear bases. Another example of right. Submerican lies and falsity. Please, please, Zane. This is Submerican benevolence. 
This is this is the Submerican velvet glove stroking your face as it as it tells you to just shh, be quiet and yeah so and, let, and and just let it happen Zane just let it happen I'm going to go with the first one okay the I mean the first good option <laughs> of the two good options to maintain zoning laws maintain as, zoning as laws. they are yeah uh, unless there's a veto from there Andropolia. is not. no 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 Andropolia sides with your with your decision <laughs> the next step of course deregulate zoning laws one step at a time i'm no hero says heroic zane australian <laughs> old ladies report surfeit of help crossing busy roads how much money do you need to live it's less than you think zane australians living longer working harder mm. youth rebelliousness up 100 percent Niceness up one percent, compassion up one, ideological radicality, safety, employment, uh, income equality, all up about between point five and point nine, lifespan and integrity all up around point two. Big down is corruption at one point seven, and then we also have wealth gaps down point four seven. So not a lot of changes, but you really did just have a proposal on the table. Correct. Actually, several proposals on the table that all wanted yep. some money to to fund them. Yeah, all of them were – there wasn't a really good compromise there. So, good. Excellent. That's the end. Well, there Looks we like are. everything went well and no one was bombed. Yeah, another, another textbook day of peace another in our three nations. Another week, yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> Oh, the 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 peace oozing from both of you. All that all that well wishing just oh it's got me it's got me all tingly and smiley. <laughs> if only I was more authoritarian, perhaps I would be better. But alas, I'll just have to look to Seb America. I used to look forward to coming to this council and things are so tense right now. What's going on? About? War! We're not, and Napoleon. We're not at the war. The time will come where you will have to pick a side. We're not we'll at go war. down with Seb America. <laughs> we are not at war. I'm doing everything I can to avoid anyone being at war. And if that has to make me a stigmatized, you know, group of people that you all look at with, you know, disdain. Oh, no. That's fine. If we'll I, deal with it. If I must God. be the bad guy for the greater good of the world, then I shall plunge myself upon that silver sword of martyrdom. The fact that you are alive to make such ridiculous claims means I'm doing my job and you are welcome. You are all so welcome. There you are. He is he is the the Zane Australian savior. Also the one who threw the first stone. So I don't see stones. You I literally see... used the metaphor no, you threw, no. 15 minutes ago. No, I was talking about what you did. What I did was throwing salvation. Oh, salvation scrawled on the side of a giant no, brick. We would never throw bricks. Salvation branded brick. The only time we would ever throw a brick into our neighbor's yard is to, if they were help building their own house and they needed assistance or they if needed dog resources. Was I would never do that. You killed all your dogs. No, I'm just saying. We found out when my dogs are like like lumbering hulk creatures in one of the um, episodes. Yeah, of mutated monsters. Yeah, they're probably if the Wizzletonian dogs. You guys love science. You should be on board with this dog evolution. <laughs> if you want to find us online, we are on Facebook. We are on Twitter. Uh, you can also find us on Nation States. There are links in our show notes to each of our states. You want to get on there and have a look at what we're doing and the state of things there. Uh, as always, I have been Zane C. Webber, Chancellor of Zane Australia, twirling forever 
towards a dubious future. Mm. I'm Sebastian of the United States of America, your reigning, defending, undisputed nation states champion. Guys, we don't just set the bar. We are the bar. <laughs> and a bar is a good place for some lovely chats between three good nation buddies. Yeah. yeah. Now, Two so of whom are currently at war. <laughs> I don't see a war. I see an international squabble of peace. <laughs> Well, I have been Andrew Shostler, the most supreme, magnificent overlord of everything you ever saw in the great confederacy of Andropolia, and I think my only way out of this is to cease being a government as soon as possible. <laughs> to that end, I implore you all, carte blanche, sans plume. Till next time, gentleman and mom. <laughs> Hi there, my name's Jessica Kate. And I'm Ellen Rose. And we're the hosts of Murder in the Land of Oz, a new Australian true crime podcast. Yes, we're starting off in Brisbane, our hometown, because relatable. Relatable. We're going to be coming to you every second Monday. So give us a listen, give us a like. And a subscribe. Come and join us on our journey where we explore the depths of true crime Australia. Oh yeah. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.